Welcome to an encouraging word from Pastor Elliot Warren from Cross Culture Church in Houston, Texas. Will Smith. He was the big news last week. What did he go do last week? He goes up and he slaps Chris Rock at the Academy Awards. It was the slap heard around the world, right? And um, the big question for this first couple of days was, should he have done that? Well, it was, was it real? I think people, now, like now it's real, right? The other question was, should he have done that? And that's so funny that at first, like, oh, he should have done that. But after about two or three days, everybody's going, oh, no, he shouldn't have done that. Now everybody's like, he shouldn't have done that, right? It took them three days to figure out you shouldn't go hit somebody that said something that, that offends you, right? <laughs> right? But um, so that was the big question. I think there's another question we could ask is like, um, should Mike Tyson host the Academy Awards next year? That's a good question. Or what if Mike Tyson hosted the Academy Awards this past year? Would that have happened? I mean, it's a funny thought, isn't it? You know, some people made a joke like, hey, Chris Rock is 5'8", and, um, you know, uh, Will Smith is 6'2", and he's worked out, and he, you know, he played uh, Muhammad Ali. Anyway, that was a, it's an interesting thought. So... And then after that, a whole lot of information comes out about Will and his wife, whose name is Jada. And so, um, you know, I've never heard of that, that stuff that I remember before. But, I mean, to me, it's just very unusual. Maybe it's not so unusual, actually, in our world anymore. But they have what you call an open marriage. And um, she's just openly talked about her sleeping with other men. And um, it's just not even a big deal to her. And, uh, you know, you see this little clip where he mentions to her where she slept with whoever. And I think she slept with, I mean, I don't know. Who, I mean, she. I'm sure she hasn't given a list. Her son's friend, you know, one of his friends was included on the list, you know. And um, But anyway, Will says something to her about her, and he mentions that as a transgression. And she stops and she goes... You know, she corrects him. That's it's not a transgression. I don't what I did. I don't consider it a transgression. So she's saying this is right. What I didn't do anything wrong. This is a good thing. So I just want to take a moment for us to think about that. Think about that statement. Think about that concept and that mindset. OK, so. That statement she made brings up a question another question what is transgression what is sin right what is transgression what is sin you know do we each just get to decide what's sinful and what's not sinful so if somebody wants to sleep with a lot of people you know, whether they're married or not, do they just get to decide? Well, it's okay for me. If somebody, you, you understand what I'm saying? Think about it. How do you determine what's sinful or not? What's a transgression? Is there a moral code somewhere? 
Do you get to decide? You, you see what I'm saying? And so if, like, for example, Jada gets to decide what's right and wrong, you know, then she can say what a transgression is and whether she's done it or not. Uh, y'all, are y'all with me? And if we all just get to decide, we can all have different concepts of what's right and wrong. Isn't that right? So if I decide that I don't like my neighbor, and if I can justify killing my neighbor, and if I can somehow work it where my conscience is affected, I can say in that construct, okay, it's not sin, it's okay. Now, society might have to punish me for it because there are rules that have the society has to go by. So you can have a society at some level. But think about this. If sin is just up to us, we decide what sin is. It doesn't make any sense. Do y'all see what I'm saying? We'll keep going down a, the a wrong path in the wrong direction and I, I hope you can all just see this so clearly. We don't just each make up what's right and wrong. There's right and wrong exists. Our part is to discover it and to abide by it, to live by it, and to have a clean conscience, you see. So that's what we're supposed to do. Now, that code, I believe, is from God. God made us that way. And he's put that same code in people everywhere all over the earth. Now, we've been given a conscience that testifies to the code that God has given us. We can harden that conscience. We can, we can um, through a process of defiling our conscience, of, of breaking the boundaries of that conscience, we can begin to harden our conscience we can begin to do things we would not have done at one time and the more we do them the the more comfortable we are with them and the less the voice of conscience seems to be speaking to us and this is what i believe has happened to our whole culture but you see what happens is we begin to do things then we begin to justify things and we begin to listen to others that are justifying things. And after a while, our conscience gets hardened and our mind gets dull to truth and what is right. I hope y'all are connecting what I'm saying here. Does that not make sense? Can you not see that has happened in our culture today? This is absolutely true. This, this is as, as clear as it can be. There's a moral code somehow because of our nature. We have sinned against that moral code. And as a culture, we sin against it. We harden our hearts. We harden our minds. And we go further and further away from God. And we continue to justify things that at one time we would have been appalled to be a part of. You see, that's just what happens.